Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Booker, he's got a mouse in the house. Cross court to Hood. Sets his feet. Feet set, ball wet, splash! Rodney Hood! It is locked on Jazz for the 26th of July. Welcome back from Pioneer Day. Rodney Hood, how good can he be? What does year three for Hood have in store? We look at that, plus congratulations to two members of the Jazz family. And we'll dig into some national NBA news as well and a note or two on the favors renegotiation. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Thanks so much for tuning in to Locked on Jazz. You can subscribe at iTunes or any of your podcatchers to Locked on Jazz. And thank you very much if you've left five stars or a comment. If you haven't and you have time to do it, it's greatly appreciated. It makes a big deal. Moves us up the meters, does a lot to it. Uh, Locked on NBA has a conversation with Rob Mahoney. Uh, he's really good. A lot of different things in there. I uh, hope you get a chance to hear it. A lot of Joe Johnson, uh, George Hill, Dante Exum talking there from Rob. A lot of Spurs without Duncan. Some really interesting uh, things along the way there. So hopefully you get a chance to hear that conversation. You can download Locked on NBA uh, as well. This is all part of the Locked on Podcast Network, which has grown today. We've added Josh Lloyd uh, from Down Under, does a really fabulous fantasy basketball conversation. He did it at Red Rock Basketball for a long time. Uh, So make sure you grab that uh, if you're a fantasy fan. He also just kind of covers the NBA well, and he'll be doing it as is our model, on a daily basis. So uh, that'll be, if you're a fantasy player, it'll be great. But also, I think if you're just an NBA fan, you want a daily national podcast, Josh, uh, with a little bit of a different sound because he's, he's from down under. Uh, he's really good. Uh, interesting podcast by Lockdown Hawks today about whether or not the Hawks should trade Paul Millsap, which I thought a lot of you uh, would find of interest in the big news out of Cleveland. Uh, Tyrone Lue signing a five-year extension. Chris Manning and Locked On Cavaliers has that covered for you uh, top to bottom. By the way, if you're a Nuggets fan, Chris Dempsey's Locked On Nuggets is is just terrific. There's a lot of good stuff out there. In fact, Ben DeBose's Locked On Rockets interpreting who James Harden is as question and answer uh, and, and where he comes from. Uh, might give you uh, some interest as well. So, all right, a lot of that. Let's get right to our pins across the world. That's always where we like to start. For those of you that are new to the program, we open every single show uh, with a quick story from one of you about where you listen to the podcast from and uh, how you became a jazz fan. So for today, it's for, it's Jose Padilla from from Mill Creek, Utah. I'm a late bloomer jazz fan. Uh just during the D. Will Boozer days. Being Hispanics, 
being Hispanic, soccer, the way he didn't put any punctuation in there. So it was being Hispanic soccer, which I thought was a different sport. Uh, being Hispanic, comma, <clears throat> not like I use a lot of punctuation, but it just caught me off guard. Uh, soccer has always been the sport growing up. I never thought I'd like basketball. However, the first time I tried playing basketball, I noticed I had no problem rebounding or getting a steal. I just didn't know anything else, including dribbling. So I always had to pass immediately. I participated in a couple of scout camps, and you were the first person I ever heard call a game that night. Hearing your passion over the radio, and how everyone was by my, the car was con- by, how everyone was by the car converted me, uh, became a fan since that day and started reading the Tribune Daily, trying to learn as much as I could. Eventually, at my first job as a security guard, a 10-year-old lady and season ticket holder, Miriam Hester, saw me reading the paper, and we started talking jazz and our hatred of Kobe's Lakers. I like Jose. Uh, the ter- this turned into a friendship. She took me to my first game uh, overtime over the Mavs. I'm pretty sure it was Hayward's wet willy night. Uh, since then, I've been hooked. Unfortunately, Miriam moved due to her health, but she was a diehard fan and programmed that in me. That is a cool story. I love these stories. This is why we do uh, this feature is I love these stories of just how the community comes together and the jazz are intertwined in all of it. I wake up to your show and imitate your da- drum roll daily. And while I'm trying to wake up listening to Locked on Jazz, I think, man, he posted a tweet at 12, maybe made this at 6 a.m. Uh, you get my day started. And it's crazy to see how long the show, how far the show has come uh, from the times of the weird video app. Thanks very much. Uh, great. I appreciate it. Jose Padilla. Uh, today's show, by the way, is brought to you by Devin Cash Equity Real Estate. Devin's been a long supporter of the jazz, and we certainly appreciate what Devin has done to us. And if you're looking to buy or sell a house, you should call Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate, 801-759-1495. Devin's got a chance for you to win jazz season tickets, and I'll explain to you how coming up here in just a moment. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day today, which is Rodney Hood, uh, and just kind of digging into what to expect from Rodney in year number two. Now, the exciting, and and Rodney might be the most important player for the Jazz this year, the singularly most important player uh, for the Jazz, because when you start to look at who Rodney, where Rodney is in his career, he he may be the only one who we can reasonably expect to be greatly different uh, than he has been prior in his career. Uh, if you if you think about it in, in this fashion, Gordon, we kind of know who he is. Favors know who he is. They've both improved every year. Rodney, year two to year three, has a has a real chance to take a jump. Uh, I've always believed with players what you see is year one they play with no idea what they're doing they then come back and in what they do in the offseason is they had a bunch of areas where they failed and they come back in year two and all they try they've tried to improve those same areas and usually what happens is they fail at them again and then year three they come back with a new a, a game that is altered to who what they're capable of doing, who they are as a player, uh, what what works and what doesn't in the league. And and that's what excites me about Rodney. If you look at Rodney's first two years, not a lot changed other than time and responsibility, but, but not a lot efficiency-wise changed either, which is incredible. He went from 21 minutes a night to 32 minutes a night. He went from playing 50 games 
to playing 79, having never been an NBA starter before, and his efficiency didn't drop a great deal. Uh, He went from taking seven shots to 12, and his shooting percentage hovered right around the same 41.5%, 42%. He went from taking three threes to six threes a game. His three-point shooting went from 36.5 to 35.9, which is really virtually the same. Uh, Everything kind of held ground. I, I think that's incredible that you can add that kind of role, increased role, and not have a major dip in efficiency. It, it's hard to look. He was so all over the map month by month that it's very hard to be able to figure out uh, if, you know, if there's a trend line. I mean, his two his – his shooting month by month was not um, was not particularly consistent, and and so I think that's one area where he probably makes his biggest jump. In, in November he shot forty one, in December he shot thirty eight, then in January he jumped to forty six, and then February went back down to forty two, and then in March he went to forty four, and then April he was dead tired, having never done this before. He shot thirty eight percent. So the first area where I think you're going to see an evolution in Rodney Hood is a lack of variance. I've talked about it a lot. He had more games where he scored under 9 than over than 20 or more. That And he doesn't need to be over 20. He was a 15-point-a-game scorer last year. He just needs to have less variance. The second one I think you're going to see of improvement is he was not a very good road player. He shot 3 percentage points less good on the road and 4 percentage less good uh, on the uh, from three, that's experience. He'll just get better uh, playing on the road. That just happens uh, with age. Uh, it will probably happen a little bit with some of the bench guys uh, that he now has around him, and I'll, I'll dig into that uh, in a moment or two. Before I dig into that, let me talk to you about Devin Cash. He is a realtor, a big supporter of Locked On Jazz other Locked On Jazz listeners have used Devin Cash to buy or sell a home and had a great experience with it. I appreciate those notes guys sent me. Uh, and you can do the same. If you're going to buy or sell a home, Devin Cash is the answer. It's 801-759-1495. Now, the fun thing is if you buy or sell your home with Devin, he'll give you two Jazz free season tickets. That's kind of cool, isn't it? All, right now is a great time to sell. Realtors are seeing more buyers. Sellers are making fewer concessions. So So it's a good time to make that move. So the first thing you want to do is you want to reach out to Devin at 801-759-1495 and have him give you a free market analysis of the house to determine your home value and then move forward. And and it's so important to have a good realtor do that. I got screwed on a deal uh, out of Bremerton, Washington, where our realtor sucked at that and cost me probably $100,000, and I'm a little pissed about it. So that's why you want to use someone like Devin. Devin talks about approaching real estate with the heart of the teacher. He says he never wants his clients to feel uncomfortable in any situation, loves working uh, with first-time home buyers because he can guide them through the process. And if you're experienced, he can make sure that you're not rushed into any decision and you know what you're doing uh, correctly. You're not dealing with secretaries, receptions, coordinators, anything like that. You're dealing with Devin. Uh, Charity and Ryan uh, said, hey, Devin was our realtor, both in purchasing our new house and selling our old house. His knowledge and experience helped reduce the worry and sometimes stressful situation. Tyler's hard worker, kindness in every interaction made us feel supported every step of the way. Have Devin Cash help you out. That number again, 801-759-1495. Now back to more about Rodney Hood and the big 
year three jump. Rodney does some things really, really well. This is probably the most exciting aspect of Rodney, is that as I talk about, he begins to learn what does he do well, what are, where are the areas where he can succeed. Last year, he was truly one of the best isolation players in the NBA, but some of that isolation was impacted by who was on the floor with him and who wasn't, and when he tried to force versus not force her. And so as he now plays, hopefully, with better players, I think you'll see him be as good at that. I also think you'll see him um, find ways to get better at it um, a little bit. So he his isolation work was tremendous. He shot he was in the 95th percentile, one of the top five guys um, in the league. If you take it down to kind of a reasonable amount of possessions, he just he was he's terrific at it. Uh, he's a good, really good spot up shooter as well. His catch and shoot game uh, was was superb. He needs to become a little bit better of a guarded shooter. He got better as the year went on, but he was early on the year. If he's wide open, he was good. But if somebody was within six feet of him, he really struggled. Now, post All Star break, that improved considerably. Uh, He's not great off the bounce, which is interesting because that isolation game is a pretty good game for him. But off the three pointer, off the bounce, he shot just thirty two percent. His catch and shoot was 38%, has a little bit of a long release, takes him a while, probably can work on his balance um, a little bit. He's made such physical uh, development and improvements, I think you'll see some of these areas improving. So the the areas where I think you'll see improvement from Rodney in year three, and I, I think this is important to the Jazz, this is the guy who can probably make the biggest jump, is, is one, uh, less variance in performance, two, uh, better road play, and then three, and this is be- hopefully due to Alex Burke's health and Joe Johnson's presence, bet- and George Hill's presence, better play without Gordon. So last year, whenever we put, when Gordon left the game and Rodney became the guy, Rod struggled a little bit. Rod shot 39.8% when Gordon was off the floor. And 33% from three. When Gordon's on the floor and they're complimenting each other, he's four percentage points better shooting from two and three percentage points better shooting from three. And his mid-range shooting with Gordon on the floor is only 39% because so many people could crowd him with Gordon off the floor. But with Gordon on, he's at 48. So hopefully with an improved Alec Burks or healthy Alec Burks and an Alec Burks that – Helps teammates. Honestly, there have not been a lot of guys who've played better with Alec Burks yet in Alec Burks' career, but hopefully that'll evolve as he does. With the presence of Joe Johnson, hopefully George Hill being there, better point, just better depth around him, some of that burden will free him up. I, I think that'll be uh, really, really big for, for Rod. I think those three areas will lead to improvement. The offense was much better with him on the floor last year, five points better per 100 possessions, so guys play better when they're with him. Uh, he, he does move the ball enough to help guys out. Uh, defensively, we were not as good with him on the floor. It's probably something to keep an eye on. It's one of the reasons he slipped on draft night is there was a feeling he wasn't going to be a particularly good defensive player. Our defense is three point three and a half points less good with him on the floor. I got to be honest. I I've knew that stat. I don't see it a lot. It's not one that jumps out to me. I don't watch games and think to myself, holy smokes, um, is his defense really a problem? And, uh, but, uh, 
it's worth at least keeping an eye on uh, to see what happens in in, the, in those regards. So really, uh, I think we're going to see an improved Rodney Hood in year three. It's the traditional year in which a guy jumps. There's it, we, you can look at where he'll improve. He's found what he's very good at. Uh, it's exciting, and I also think uh, that it's very, very necessary for the Jazz. All right, a few other Jazz notes today. Um, Joe Ingles had twins. Really cool. Congratulations to Joe and um, his lovely bride, and uh, hopefully he- hopefully everything goes really well in, in the health of the kids. It looks like everything was good in the pictures. It looks to me... From uh, Instagram, like Jeff Withy got engaged to uh, Miss Kennedy's, uh, the Playmate of the Year last year. Um, so that's out there, and that's that's big news. That's really big news for I watching in the arena. She's beautiful and comes to the games, a big fan. Uh, Derek Fa- uh, Eric Pincus, who I got to know, uh, had a really nice time with, uh, did a interesting little piece on based on Harden's negotiation uh, and his extension. If favors were to do a renegotiation, it would be a four-year between 70 and and $100 million. And I, the word I'm getting is that Derek, is, this, is gonna be a, this would be a difficult one to get done. Uh, Derek really wants the max deal, um, knows he can get it. What, what's interesting about this, though, if you start to do the math on this, so the way it works is that you rip up the final two years of his deal if you do this extension, and then you add two more years on. And so right now, Derek, if I if I have my numbers correctly, um, is contract is is pretty minimal. Um, I think it's about. I'll have to let me just make sure I get it right because it's important I get this exactly right, and I'm just absolutely having a brain cramp on uh, what it is. But thank goodness for basketball insiders that I can just go look it up uh, fairly quickly if I don't hit the wrong team and go to the Detroit Pistons and see Andre Drummond's $28 million contract. And uh, Derek's contract is 12, yeah, 11. I, I, I thought that was right. And I was like, is that possible? So it's $11 million this year and 12 next year. So he's earning two years, $23 million the next two years. If the Jazz extend him out, let's put it in the middle at 80, that means in the final two years of the deal, he's making $30 million extra dollars. Now, the problem is Derek probably looks at the world and thinks, you know what, if, I go, if I'm a max guy in 2018, 2019, I can probably go get $30 million. So what am I really gaining if I sign a, a $80 million extension, I'm not getting anything. So then, for in his mind, probably if he's got to sign the extension, it's got to be up to a 90 or maybe even 100, blowing up his current numbers, putting him at 24. Um, a year would get him to 92, right, or 96, put him at 23 a year. That gets him to kind of the same number he'd be at anyway, Um and for the Jazz, I guess what it gives them is $7 million more cap in 18, 19, 19, 20. That's the discussion point. But then he doesn't have the the, the element of being a max guy uh, if that's important to him. So uh, that's going to be – I think that's going to be a tricky one. Um, the advantage to Derek because he's making uh, – just doesn't come out as much as, as you might want it to be. I mean, if he gets – if he thinks he's going to get 30 in 18, 19, and 30 in 19, 20, which is probably right, 
then he's already kind of four years, 80 million. And so the numbers for him to get out what he needs to, to make an extra, to either to make extra money uh, means he's got to get up to 90 million or a hundred. Maybe that's worth it to the jazz um, to get that done. So you'd have to, you'd have to figure out, you know, the jazz have to look at their situation and figure all that out. Uh, Dion waiters just, could not find a marketplace, has agreed to a two-year deal with the Miami Heat. C.J. McCollum has agreed to a $106 million extension uh, with the Blazers. Um, that's, a big, that's a big number they have out there. You have to do it, though. There's not a, um, there's not a, lot, not a lot out there uh, otherwise, and C.J.'s become important, and Portland's had great success with it. But it's interesting to see where Portland goes uh, from here. Uh, and uh, Kevin Durant's restaurant has closed and will reopen in Oklahoma City under a new name. That is today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Hope you're doing great. Thanks very much for tuning in. Congratulations to Joe Ingles and Jeff Withy. And check out Locked on NBA with Rob Mahoney of Sports Illustrated. Also the other pro- programs on the Locked on Podcast Network.